So the big question is this. How do pastors like us, who remain focused on the mission of Jesus and serving our communities, without being distracted by everything in the world around us, how do we increase our effectiveness while living a lifestyle that doesn't compromise our health, our families, or our personal relationships with Jesus? That's the question this podcast is going to answer. I'm Dr. Brandon Party Cooper, and welcome to the Ministry Hackers Podcast. Hey, Ministry Hackers. How are you guys doing? Uh, long time no see. <laughs> it's been... Uh, a few weeks since I've been able to get on here and do a quick video for you guys. Um, it's been uh, pretty good last few weeks for me, and I hope it's been for you. We um, we went on vacation. Uh, that was the big thing. So um, that first week that uh, that we launched this, I went on the vacation the next week and traveled all over the place. And I'll tell you what, traveling in a small car with three littles is very challenging. And so those of you who have little ones or who have had little ones, and took trips can understand uh, what what we went through. It was lots of fun, though. We went to the East Coast and visited uh, Pennsylvania, Virginia, uh, Maryland, Delaware. I think that's it. I think those are all the states we visited. Went to the beach, uh, went to the mountains, and just had a really great time, really refreshing. We dropped off the kids with uh, Chris's parents for a week while we um, traveled and then went and picked them up, and then uh, all of us went camping for a week, and so it was really good. Uh, we drove home. We did 14 hours on one day and four hours on the next, and we were exhausted. We got home uh, on a Saturday, and so we had quite a bit of time to just enjoy the rest of the day and the rest of the weekend, um, and traveling right now is very different. So if any, if those of you who have traveled uh, in the last few months can understand, but we, were, we live here in Iowa, um, and restrictions are not super uh, heavy here. Um, each county has a little bit different. And so, um, you know, we're able to go to restaurants, things like that, somewhat uh, unrestricted. Um, masks are required in most places. But when we got out to the East Coast, um, it was a whole other world. There were very few things that we could do. Uh, we spent uh, one whole day just hanging out in our hotel because that's really all we could do. Um, and so, yeah, so it, it was just a very, although it was a very refreshing time and a good relaxing time, it was a reminder that things are very different out there. And so um, I'm not sure how things are for each of you in your different areas, but um, but it was just a reminder that things are different and we're dealing with a lot of challenging circumstances. And so as pastors and ministry leaders, you know, I continue to think of all of you and pray for you um, in what you're facing and what you're having to go through and the things you're having to to navigate with. And so, uh, so again, it was, it was a good trip, but very, uh, very eye-opening to how things are in other places and other parts of the country. So, um, so yeah, so we came on home on a Saturday, uh, spent the day Sunday, just kind of unpacking and relaxing and, you know, getting ready for the week. And Monday came, Krista went back to work. Uh, me and the boys got into a little bit more of a regular schedule in the morning. And then in the afternoon, a derecho came through uh, the area. And so for those who don't know what a derecho is, um, I've never heard of it before. Uh, but it is a sustained straight line storm with winds speeds between 80 and 120 is what it reached for us. And so, um, so we had wind speeds that were hurricane level and um, for about an hour and a half, nonstop, no real, uh, no real uh, gusts. It was pretty much just straight wind for um, about an hour and a half. And it was interesting because we watched it come in on the news and you could see the line where 
the the camera was looking over the river here, the Mississippi River, and you could see the line where the storm wasn't and where the storm was. And where the storm was, uh, the the river was you know had white caps and had dust and everything flying up, and it came through and pretty much devastated this whole area. And so um, so Monday we lost power at about 1:30 in the afternoon when the storm hit, and we were without power until Thursday evening at um, 7.30, it came back on. And so luckily, thank the Lord, it was uh, relatively nice, uh, pretty pretty good weather. It was pretty mild for uh, August for us here. Um, and so we were able to sleep with the windows open at night and it was pretty cool. And only, you know, later in the afternoon, it get really hot. And then on Thursday afternoon, it got pretty warm. And we were, that was the one, that was the first day that I really thought, I don't know if we can handle this much longer. <clears throat> for me, kind of all of my optimism started to go out the door and like, dear Lord, we need some, some, some power. And, um, and so, you know, uh, 7.30 came on and we were able to, you know, close things up and, and we were pretty lucky. We had very minimal damage. We had lots of limbs. We have two dead trees in our yard. So, you know, we had lots of limbs that came off of that <clears throat> down into the yard. Um, but there were a lot of people around us who lost whole trees falling on their homes and everything else. I haven't heard of many deaths. And so that was good, but just a lot of property damage. And, um, and so, so yeah, so it's been a very interesting, um, last month. And so, um, and so, you know, just, uh, kind of thinking about all the craziness that's going on. I saw the other day that they had issued their first, uh, tornado warning, uh, fire tornado warning out in California. It was a tornado that was going through a wildfire area and was picking up fire as it was going. And so it was a fire tornado. And it was just a reminder of how crazy 2020 has been. And I don't know what your goals and what your plans and how you came into 2020 um, at the beginning of this year. But I know for me, uh, it has not gone how I planned it to go. It is definitely off books. It is um, you know, it is, it, it, the trip and, and the derecho and everything in the summer, it just made me realize, uh, more than I already knew that, um, that we're halfway through 2020 and there's a lot coming. Um, we have a lot of year left and it doesn't look like anything's calming down. You know, um, we have the, the elections coming. We have, for those of us in the North, we have winter coming. Um, Carissa kind of joked, she said, well, maybe God is preparing all of us um, with all of the down trees and everything. So we could cut it all up. And so we would have all this wood prepared, uh, for whatever is coming in, in the winter time that we're not expecting. And, and, you know, as, as lighthearted and maybe, um, facetious as she was being, the reality is we don't know. Um, and so I don't know about you guys, but, you know, fall is one of my favorite times of year, you know, and we're, and I'm feeling it as we're coming into, um, these last few weeks of August and, you know, kids are getting ready to go back to school or have already started back to school. Um, football is on the horizon, fall and the leaves start changing. And all of those things are my favorite parts of the year. And even though I feel that and I kind of in my, you know, my annual timeline internally, I feel that coming. Um, there's also a part of me that's, that's not quite sure what all that means. And so, you know, I, I know I'm sure all of you do too. You know what your fall looks like. You know, normally, you know, kind of what you're planning and what events are going on and, and all of those things. But the reality is, is despite 
all of that, we really have no idea what's coming. And so, um, so my encouragement to you and my challenge to you is, as I've been thinking over these last few weeks, as I've drove thousands and thousands of miles and thought and processed, I just thought more and more, the biggest thing that I feel like God is, is, is impressing upon me and, and impressing upon others is um, we can no longer rely on knowing what's coming. Um, we, you know, many of us plan, we have goals, we, we set, um, you know, things in motion, you know, at this time of year, many of us would already be planning our Christmas programs or our Christmas services, or we'd be planning, you know, what we would be doing for Halloween, whether it's a, you know, a, a trunk or treat or some sort of outreach or whatever that is. And this year we're having to rethink all of that. We're having to rethink what, what can we do in the restrictions we're facing, uh, what can we, what can we feasibly do in social distancing? You know, for some of us, we've taken hits to our budgets, and so we're having to rethink what can we do within the budget constraints that we're sitting in. Um, you know, some of us are losing staff members, and so we're having to think, you know, how do we fill some of those gaps when our staff are now um, stepping out, or or we're no longer to keep them on, or whatever the case is that you're dealing with. The reality is, is that through all the planning and all the thinking about what's to come, we really can't know what's coming anymore. And 2020 has shown us that. I mean, we've had so many things that are out of the ordinary and, and obscure and the first time in history, you know. Um, and so my encouragement to you today, as all of us are processing through and preparing for the fall, is to think through how are you at relying on God? How often do you spend time with him? Do you talk to him? Do you ask God what he's wanting you to do? And, and I know that in ministry, we do that somewhat periodically throughout our day and in different points and, you know, even in our devotional time or whatever. But I also know for me that sometimes that can become routine. Sometimes that can become spiritual rhetoric that we, that we say or we do. But how often are we really sitting down and thinking, dear Lord, I have no idea what's coming. I have no idea how to prepare for what's down the road. And, and I need you not only to show me, but also to prepare me. Some of you are in situations that are very challenging. You know, this is a very difficult time to be in ministry, to be a pastor, because, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. It feels like somebody is going to complain or somebody's going to be upset or somebody's going to be frustrated with what um, with whatever decision you make and, and more so than normal. Um, and, and so you really have to rely on God, maybe more than ever, maybe more than you ever have is just think about how God do I get through this? How do I lead? What is the right decision? Um, what's the next step for us? What's, you know, what do we need to do in this season or this month or even this week? What do we need to do to reach our community, to serve our faith community, to make your name known, to reach this people group, whatever the case is, really spending time with, you know, with God and, and collect your team, really spend time with them and praying to God and, and collectively asking God, what do you want us to do? Maybe it's your board or uh, maybe it's your, uh, your, your core leaders, or your core um, uh, members of your faith community. But spending time really implementing old school prayer meetings or old school um, 
you know, uh, conversations about what's the next phase or next step or next thing. Um, <clears throat> getting into the word more than ever. Um, I think that's one of the biggest challenges right now is because there's so many restrictions on getting together that in some ways we've abandoned some of the things that we've come to know, whether it's Bible studies or, or getting together and having conversations with one another. Well, how are you using your, um, you know, your Zooms or your virtuals or even just meeting at a park in a socially distanced uh, setting? But somehow, how are you getting together with God and getting together with your people and asking the questions, what's next? What are we to do? How are we to move forward? Um, ministry is changing and, and, and all of you feel that on some level, I'm sure. Um, some of us are fighting it. Some of us are denying it. Um, but ministry is changing and, and maybe it will go back to the way it was before. Uh, most likely it's not going to. And so, you know, we have to learn, we have to adapt. Uh, you know, hopefully we're all good at adapting our ministry models, um, holding on tightly to the principles of the Bible and, 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 and godly character and those things, holding on to those, but also being forward thinking enough and flexible enough to innovate and change and adapt our ministry models to whatever is necessary to reach our community and the people around us. And so, so my encouragement is you to you is um, don't worry about what's coming. Um, don't worry about what else 2020 is going to throw at us. Um, don't worry about those things. Uh, spend time with God, really make it a discipline, really spend time in your devotions, really spend time praying with, you know, on your own, really spend time praying with your family, really spend time praying with your leaders, your team, your board, whoever that is. And asking God the question, how do we lead forward? How do we be about what you're wanting us to do? How do we get outside of the institutional church uh, shackles that we can sometimes find ourselves in? How can we get outside of those and how can we be about advancing the kingdom of God and making him known through his word, through our preaching and through the messages that God has put on our hearts. Um, and so, yeah, I just want to encourage you because like I said, traveling the country has been eye opening to how challenging things can be for some of us. And, um, and, and I feel for those of you who are in tight restrictions and are really trying to figure out how to do church um, in areas where you're not allowed to meet at all. Um, you know, we're, you know, some of us are having to face the, the, the choice. Do we, um, do we go against the, the mandates and the restrictions that the government has placed on us or do we not? And then face the backlash from some people in our churches. Um, those are not enviable positions uh, to be in. And so my prayer is for all of you to have the wisdom that you need and the understanding to move forward in the right way that your community needs and that God has called you to. And so, and so anyway, hope you guys are doing well um, in the midst of all this. Uh, I am refreshed after uh, vacation. I'm tired after derecho. Um, I'm a little concerned about fire tornadoes. So I'm, I'm hoping that stays out in California area, um, but I'm ready for the fall and I'm ready for whatever God brings uh, our way. And so I just want to encourage you all to uh, continue to um, help each other. Uh, that's the whole idea of this group is to help one another, share ideas, um, connect. We have some great people in here. In fact, I want to celebrate Jake Johnson. I posted earlier, but um, you know, celebrate him today because uh, his book comes out. And so I want to encourage you guys to, um, to check it out. It, 
it's, it's, you know, any, anybody who's published a book knows the work that it goes into it. And quite honestly, for me, I, you know, I wrote the book and published mine last year and I feel like a fiction book is a whole lot more work. And so my hat's off to Jake um, for doing that because I would rather write the book that I wrote um, because it doesn't take quite as much creativity and imagination. And I think that, um, you know, Jake definitely has a great, uh, just a great handle on that. And I'm excited to get the book and to read it um, and, uh, and see kind of what happens. Uh, again, I'm, I, I love the, the Lord of the Rings uh, genre. And so for those of you who are in, in that world, um, I think you'll enjoy his book. So check it out um, and have a great day, guys. And I will see you again soon. All right. Later. Later.